2: Up
5: guys, welcome into a brand new show. Very first very first one. Same animation. They really
4: did a great job (laughs) of being like, Hey, I need a new animation, but change fantasy live to say Q and A. No, this is totally different. different. Totally different. different.
5: NFL fantasy Q and a I'm Kimmy checks. He is Adam rank my bestie for the restie
4: my bestie.
5: And this is going to be a fun new show. They basically just let us talk to each other. Yes, and the whole premise of it is that we get so many questions every single week around fantasy football lineup questions start sits waiver wire all of the things. And now we get to answer them live on the show. I love it. Do you love it? Are you ready for kickoff kickoff happens? What two days from now Thursday?
4: I know. I can see the stadium right here. All right. Predict the a winner. Ticketmaster VIP entrance.
5: Predict a winner.
4: Bills or Rams? Um, uh, I'm going to go with the Rams. The Rams? I think. I don't remember who I picked. I go back and forth. <laughs> I, I can see, like, the Bills, they're hungry. The last time we saw them yep. was that disastrous loss for them against the Chiefs. Good mm, for you.
5: Thank you. Appreciate the it. The
4: Rams, though, and I don't know if this is a, a product of us being in Los Angeles. They seem to celebrate a lot. Yeah, like this carried on for a long time. It like did. Sean McVay's wedding had the Lombardi trophy. It always seemed like <laughs> Do you guys practice like what is going on? But
5: no, they just they just they just live in the fact that they won the Super Bowl. I'm still living in the fact that I won one fantasy championship this nice. last season. That's cool. But I'm trying to go, you know, for a two P, maybe it. a three P. I just I just want to crush it, but start
4: the dynasty.
5: There are people who also want to want to win some fantasy championships this season. That's why they tweet us these questions. We want to get to all of your questions throughout the season. So make sure you tweet us at NFL Fantasy if you have any. Should we get this started?
4: Love it. Our very first Q
5: and A. So we uh, took to Twitter and we said, guys, we want to know who's trending. What? fantasy player are we seeing talked about the most on social media and it was a wide receiver a guy for the New Orleans Saints by the name of Michael Thomas a lot of people had questions about Michael Thomas this season and what this is going to look like in terms of fantasy football the fact that He's not played fully healthy for a few seasons, has right. people a little bit, you know, hesitant. Also some questions around a very healthy question mark with Jameis Winston and what this offense is going to look like. However, we know that Michael Thomas, when healthy is incredible. Look back at that 2019 season and he was a wide receiver one. He just yeah. blew up everybody in fantasy football. So what do you think people need to do with Michael Thomas this year? Are you starting him out uh. strong? Cause he was, he was such a discount. And fantasy drafts he in was. comparison to where he was a few years ago.
4: Well, oh, I know, like he was a definite first rounder a couple of years ago. I was, um, I kept sitting there in my drafts wondering, do I take him? Do I not take him? I don't have any shares of Michael Thomas. Really? Which is crazy to me. Which because I, I, you know, I'm a big fan of his work. Yeah. And so I ended up with a, a ton of Chris Olave. Yeah. Who I feel again when you talk about the the baked in discounts. Alave was going off the board, super light. There was a league that I did that I didn't even notice till my friend texted me. He's like, "Hey, should I pick up Chris Alave?" And I looked and I went and I picked him up.
5: You're that guy. And you I would be that, that, guy. that guy. But I
4: said no. Keep whoever you have. Here's my thing though. With with uh, with Michael Thomas, he has been really good against the Falcons yep. during the court. He's averaged like 17 points per game against them. I think he's had like over 19 points in seven of his ten games against them. We just don't have a huge sample size of him with Jameis because all that stuff comes with other quarterbacks. Right. He did well with Taysom. He's done okay with some with with Breeze, obviously. So I'm like, what is Jameis's deal going to be here? Like, I love the matchup because it's the Falcons, right? So I want to start him. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, so you're going to start him week one, see what I think, it looks yeah, like because that match, and I know. Like, people get, like, you'll get that. Like, this is the one thing, too. Like, this is almost why I don't like answering questions. Because somebody will ask you, like, do I start Michael Thomas over Josh Palmer? And I'm like, yes, I would do that. Okay, but why? I'm like, well, because the Falcons have got a terrible defense. Okay, but what if it's a blowout? I'm like, do you think that we're best friends? Like, how many, like, do you think, like, the kids on Twitter who found my phone number who are now, like, texting me all the time? Like, are we buddies? Like, this, I mean, I'm polite I try to hang out and try to help out but uh you know so basically so
5: ask ring questions but not ask me many as many questions. questions
4: I'm so involved in Shohei Otani for MVP I'm probably not going to get to you till October
5: <laughs> but overall we're starting Michael Thomas I would say so it's a good it's a good enough matchup Um, We got some more fan questions and people who have some questions around the quarterback position here for week one. This is a really good one. Two strong quarterbacks Uh, start Dak Prescott or Trey Lance. Dak is playing the Buccaneers. Trey Lance is playing your Chicago Bears. Which QB do you feel GTS go should
4: start? Well, I'm going to I'm going to go with the guy that I'm sure will probably finish the game. And that's Dak Prescott. Did well last year against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Trey Lance, I don't know. I don't know if he finishes this game. Really? I think he might get pulled. Really? Yeah.
5: You, the Bears' defense is going to be Bears that great. The Bears'
4: defense, well, you got to remember, it's Matt Eberflus' defense. And last year did a really nice job of, of shutting down the 49ers' offense. It was Jimmy Garoppolo. But Eberflus knows how to attack defenses. I think that's one of the things that a lot of people aren't, giving enough credit to when they were talking about the Bears and people like Dan Hansis saying that the Bears are the worst team in the NFL. You're like, bro, like, do you even watch ball? Like, I don't even (laughs) know what to say there. I honestly believe that a lot of there's going to be a lot of disappointed fantasy enthusiasts out there. who will be starting Trey Lance this week.
5: Okay. But Dak Prescott, I think the only reason why this is even kind of a question is because people are concerned about the pass
4: catching situation. For Dallas that makes sense like I I understand that but we talked about this. We're we're all in on CD lamb, I guess I I am I drafted him in my league of record already regret making that pick Dalton Schultz, you know, I said on fantasy live recently a couple of times that I think Dalton Schultz can end up outscoring. Kelsey, which isn't super outlandish because he was the tight end three. Uh-huh. Although there was a, a huge gap between two and three, Slightly. so it's a it's a it's <laughs> it's a little disingenuous to be like he's the wide he's the tight end three. But uh, listening to Yankee fans being disingenuous has allowed me to be the same way. And since Yankee fans and Cowboys fans are the same, uh, I'm cool with that. <laughs> I honestly believe. Thank you. And you know, Tony Pollard and even Ezekiel Elliott can catch the football. So. I'm confident enough in Zach to go with him. I'm literally not confident in Trey Lance. I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much in a preseason or anything like that, but I'm, I, I don't think he's the best quarterback on that team. Oh, I think they, they really painted themselves into a situation. Remember, like, think of all the young quarterbacks in the NFL right now that when they took over, they got rid of the veteran. When Patrick Mahomes took over, Alex, Alex Smith, Smith yeah. shipped out. Yep. When Dak took over, Tony Romo shipped out like they don't they don't leave the veterans hanging around the 49ers did not do that with Jimmy Garoppolo then maybe it's because of the injury or whatever it was but they did not get rid of him. and I think they're starting to panic there in Santa Clara you guys, a
5: week one hot take. Dude, the Trey Bears are going to beat him too, by the way. Could potentially not finish the game. But for this question, we have confidence in starting Dak Prescott. We got another quarterback question here. Uh, you'll love this one. Which quarterback do I start? Your guy Aaron Rodgers at the Vikings or Derek Carr going up against AFC West rival
4: Los Angeles Chargers? Uh, for the fun factor? Yep. I'm going to go Derek Carr. You are. I'd have Derek. I mean, in a vacuum. Like, think about this. The um, the Packers are probably going to run the ball a lot. I mean,
5: <laughs> why? Uh, the
4: one, because they got rid of Devontae Adams. Yeah, they got rid of all <laughs> these guys, and I can still see Aaron Rodgers taking the cheap like shovel pass touchdowns to get points. Mm-hmm. But I can't count on that. That's why I'm going to go with Derek Carr. I really do believe that Derek Carr gets underestimated like he was close to 5,000 passing yards last year yep and you're like hey you you added Devonte Adams like I I might come out and say that maybe Aaron Rodgers is better than Derek Carr but you guys act like Derek Carr is some scrub which is just hilarious to me even Raider fans get upset with Derek Carr the guy can sling the rock I'm good with it
5: all right so we're rocking. Derek Carr. Yeah. Like I, I said on these... Fantasy Live earlier this this preseason, I was like, Derek Carr is like my sleeper pick
4: for QB1 in yeah, fantasy. Like, if real. you had to
5: predict, you know, kind of a, a low flying guy, it's going to be Derek Carr. So and I, I think like that. people
4: are like a little too excited about the Chargers. Yeah. They always do.
5: As a Chiefs fan, I love that. I don't love any hype on Las Vegas, but. Any uh, besmirchment of, yeah, of, of, the of the Chargers, I'm down for. All right, we got a fun video sent in from a fan nice. who wants to ask his question himself. So let's take a look and see, Rank.
3: I took your advice last season and brought on the gold. How about that? Huh? Shout out to my boy Adam Rank. Shout out to the Immortals Fantasy Football League. But uh, I got a serious question about week one. So my draft went pretty good. I got two solid starting quarterbacks. Russell Wilson, and Joe Burrow. I don't know who to start. I'm thinking Russell Wilson because revenge game, prime time. And then in my flex, I got a choice between Damian Pierce. I picked him up. Or Rashad Bateman. Let me know who I should start. Let me know what you think. I'm trying to become the two-time, three-time, every-time champion in my league. You know what I mean?
4: Thanks,
0: Sayamoto.
4: Sayamoto. Oh, my God. That's an amazing name. is uh, is an amazing person. He is. I do know him personally. Do you really? Yeah, I love that he was wearing the belt. I did a I did a shout out for the Immortals as well. Wow, at fantasy league. They're a fun group of of people, and obviously he's the defending champion. I don't like the fact that he drafted two quarterbacks against my recommendation. I this is the one thing too. If you still have drafts left to go, you have to understand the people that you're drafting with. This happens to me in my league of record. Yep. I forget that I'm like, oh yeah, they. It's not a super flex league. It's a 10 team league that everybody picks two to three quarterbacks. Insane. And you forget because you get locked into that mode. And, you know, I, I might've been, uh, you know, not thinking cause I was in the 10 spot. So you get caught up into that. And then you have situations like Mr. Moto's in, we have Russell Wilson or Joe Burrow. Yep. Like whichever he's leaning, Russell Wilson. So it's all just Russell Wilson. That's Kay. what, that's who you want to pick <laughs> Then pick him. So like, but this is why it's so frustrating. And when you do this, when you're in one of these situations where you have two quarterbacks like this, I will tell you the best thing to do. Just lean on one quarterback and be like, this is my guy. This is who I'm starting week in and week out. A couple of years ago during Justin Herbert's breakout season, I had, um, I had Aaron Rodgers as my quarterback and the week, I don't know what drove me to do this. Oh, we had heard that Justin Herbert was going to be was going to be starting against the Chiefs. Uh huh. So I had like an empty spot, so I'm like, I'm going to pick up Justin Herbert just in case he balls out. Yep. And he did. So for the course of the season, I carried those two guys, but I had made a decision that I was only starting one of them. Like mm. I wasn't going to play matchups or whatever. I was committed to one guy, and then eventually I was able to draft or trade Justin Herbert. Or no, I think I traded Rod- what? Who? I traded Rogers. But the thing is, is like you just got to pick one quarterback and be like, this is going to be your guy and ride or die. And it sucks because you got Russell and you have Joe Burrow. Right. Like that's ridiculous. Those are two top five guys. But my suggestion would be like pick the guy that you want. Although it's Russell against Seattle. They're going to kill that team. He's just going to cook. Destroy Finally, he's, he's just going to cook. We're still not sure what's going on with the Bengals.
6: True. I'm confident
4: in the Bengals. Same. But I think it's, it's easy to be like, oh, we don't really know. Right, they got the
5: Steelers. Going to say a divisional matchup, mm. Week One. You never Russell. Russell Wilson. I don't like Week
4: One divisional matchups.
5: Ru- Russell Wilson's the obvious answer. All right, the second part of Sai's question is, uh, was uh, was yeah. a flex was a flex question. Uh, Damian Pierce versus yeah. the Colts or Rashad Bateman at Dude, the Jets. We're gonna go Damian Pierce.
4: We are. This is gonna end up ruining everybody. I predicted this on the uh, NFL Fantasy Live that everybody's gotten so hyper on Damian Pierce. When we did the Scott Fishbowl, which for any of you who are not familiar with the Scott Fishbowl league, it's an industry-wide league with like millions of players. And we do the draft, it kicks off, it kicked off on July 11th. I got I got Damian Pierce in like the 14th round, which is like that's cool. Right. Somebody like if you know what you're doing, <laughs> you'll be able to do it. But now everybody just shows up like, "Oh, Look at me. I know it's Damien. You don't know. You didn't watch a Florida game last year. Don't tell <laughs> me this. You didn't want. It, it's so frustrating. It is like being like, I used to go to Blink-182 shows when I was a kid. And Scott Raynor was the drummer. And then like, of course, you know, you're front row. You're hanging out. You're in the pit. And then now, fast forward, I'm going to pay 300 bucks for orchestra seats. It's not fair. I should be grandfathered in. So we've done it to ourselves with Damian Pierce, but we, we like
5: it. him starting week yeah, one. Absolutely. He's an RB1 100%. for the Houston Texans. Rex Burkhead, he's probably going to ruin all
4: of our Rex lives. Rex Burkhead's going to end up scoring two touchdowns. <laughs> and we're going to do a big thing on on Mondays. That helps no one. And uh, it'll be a deal. All
5: right. But for week one, Si, you're going to rock with Russell Wilson at your quarterback spot and Damian Pierce in your flex rank. Coming up, we're going to tackle all of the running back questions, all the running back questions we've seen on Twitter. Plus, we're going to talk about some late round draft steals, some guys we predict are going to ball out this season.
0: You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring,
1: Just the feeling of warm sand in between your toes and a fruity drink in your hand. The ones with the little umbrella. Refresh your home to feel like an all-inclusive vacation by getting Clorox Sentiva, Also available in grapefruit and lavender scents at a nearby retail store.
2: Okay. I love Walker Hayes. He's amazing. He's so fun. Such a great entertainer.
6: Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart.
1: Are you tired of your scented cleaning products smelling and cleaning like meh? Then it's time for an upgrade with the power of Clorox Scentiva. With an uplifting scent that smells like coconut, Clorox Sentiva gives you powerful clean like Clorox. But a feeling like
2: All right, Rank, we put a poll out on Twitter.
5: We said, which fantasy running back is the most likely to break out this season? Four options. (laughs) Javante Williams, Damian Pierce, Travis Etienne, or Brees Hall. Uh, It got close there for a minute, but Javante Williams winning out at 41%. Huge. Travis Etienne second at 29%, 20% of people saying Damian Pierce. And then the rookie, Brees Hall, coming in last at 9%. All four valid options. Sure. But Twitter thinks that Javante Williams is poised for the biggest breakout season. Do you agree, knowing that there's a looming Melvin Gordon in Denver?
4: Yeah, that is one of the things that's been the most difficult to kind of decipher because we've seen the hype around Javante Williams. Peter Schrager said recently that he believes that he's going to end up winning the rushing title The biggest thing for me is this new coaching staff doesn't have a bias one way or the other. Mm. You know, this is a brand new situation. Nathaniel Hackett is in his first year as head coach of the Denver Broncos. But what I did is went back and looked at the usage last season when he was in Green Bay. Where Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon were a near 50-50 split towards the end of the season. Both players went out there, got over 1,100 scrimmage yards. And I really do believe that's going to be a situation here again where both of these guys have the ability to get 1,100 plus scrimmage yards. They're both going to be very active. And I was drafting Javante Williams in the third round. Wow. And so I I feel comfortable with that. I'm drafting him as an RB2. And if my RB2 is getting me 1,200 yards, you know, getting close to double digit touchdowns, I'm very happy with that. Right. Melvin Gordon is a great option as well. Okay, so so
5: either of those guys, but out of the four in the poll—Javante Williams, Damian Pierce, Travis Etienne, or Brees Hall—would you have picked Javante Williams as the breakout? I would have.
4: I would have taken him. Like if we were doing the draft right now and I was putting together my draft board, it would have been very similar to the way that those, the polling, ended up. Yeah. Like that would have been my four. I would have been, or that's the way I would have ranked them. I would have gone Javante, Travis Etienne. Then I would have gone Damian Pierce, who I still like a lot, but right. he's getting overvalued. And Brees Hall, who Brees Hall I ended up taking in the fourth round in my okay. league of record, although I was at the button. So uh-huh. I was I took Kyle Pitts and him. Oh amazing. He was my he was my R B too. Like again, you gotta know the way your league drafts and I forget, like, oh yeah, my league loves running backs. But I got Kyle Pitts, so I'm like
5: All right, I love it. We'll have another poll next week, so make sure you guys uh, head to Twitter and vote on the next one. Speaking of running back questions, though, we have some more at the position, and we got another video, this time from Jose.
6: Hey guys, Jose from LA here. I have a question for week one Am I going to go with David Montgomery or Elijah Mitchell? I'm a Niners fan, so that's where my heart lies, but at home, maybe Montgomery's a better play. Let me know, thanks.
5: This question
4: was made for you, Adam. Yeah,
5: what
6: is he doing?
4: David Montgomery is going to end up (laughs) running. I mean, they're going to run the football. I mean, the 49 are a very good football team. Right. And their defense is very stout and everything like that. But I'm a really, I'm a big fan of what Luke Getzey is going to be doing there in Chicago. And as much as everybody wants to malign the offensive line, they went out there and, and revamped it. You know, they have two new starting tackles. Lucas Patrick is expected to play this week. We saw them go out there and, and you know, f- bring in a new coaching staff to help fix this. They're bringing in the Shanahan zone running scheme. Like, there's a lot of things, a lot of positives with the Bears. So if you listen to the national media, they'll, they'll lead you to believe that this is the worst organization in the NFL. But if you actually follow ball, especially Chicago football, you'll know that this team is poised to make a playoff run this year.
5: I feel like this is you talking specifically to Dan Hansis, but I like it. All right, so David Montgomery for week one over Elijah Mitchell. Another question that we got uh, for some running backs. This one coming from Christopher. He says, should I start Cam Akers on Thursday night, the kickoff of the season, or do I roll the dice with A.J. Dillon on Sunday? It's a flex spot and a 12-team league
4: half-point PPR. You know what, I don't like the fact that this is, I I don't know. These kind of questions always are daunting because both of those guys are great starters and you're either drafting all running backs to where your receivers are not good or something is happening because A.J. Dillon is a starter for most people because, again, the Green Bay Packers don't have a lot of talent offensively outside of Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Jones, and A.J. Dillon. So if I get an opportunity to get him in the game, I'm going to do that, especially, you know – Going up against this Vikings team that's going to be a little suspect defensively. I expect Aaron Jones to get a lot of targets, but when they get near the goal line, they're going to be turning towards A.J. Dillon. And Mm -hmm. similarly, Cam Akers is out there going up against the Buffalo Bills, a team that allowed a lot of rushing touchdowns last season, in a kickoff game with a team that loves to run the football. So this, I honestly, I want to see the rest of the roster. So you've got, I want to know who the two other running backs are. That you're starting over them because if this is for a flex spot, I don't know. I mean, I guess if I'm picking one, I don't know. I don't like this situation. I'd pick guess. AJ Dillon. Yeah, I guess I would too.
5: Plus cause we we don't quite know what the situation is on the health of Cam Akers.
4: Man, and that you know what, that's an interesting thing too, because Cam Akers is now what? It's been like fifteen months, it's been a while. Right. Since he tore his Achilles. When we talk about James Robinson. Like, he tore his in December. Mm-hmm. And people are afraid of Travis Etienne. Like, oh, you go James Robin? I'm like, yeah, but that was, like, four weeks. It feels, <laughs> you know, it feels like it was yesterday. Like, it wasn't that long ago. So, I don't know. The Achilles guys, I don't know. They always concern me. Like, Marlon, what's, what's Marlon Mack doing? He got released by Houston. Right. Like, Achilles is a devastating injury. And nobody seems to care. Christian McCaffrey gets banged up. They kind of shut him down last year in a loss season. Nobody wants him, <laughs> but here come the guys with all these, account- oh, I'm going to draft the guy with the bus. Account- I don't know. I don't know if they didn't, they, they did they didn't do well in biology or science. They didn't take college courses on, 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 uh, I don't even know the word I would use physicality. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying. He's saying Achilles to is start- a, it's a bad injury to come. A, He's come
5: saying to start AJ Dillard, AJ over cam makers in the flex spot. Um, Rank, we know that every single year late round draft steals are always a thing. It's like you get the late round guys and they're the ones who actually get you a fantasy championship. Last year, we had a number of guys. Let's take a look at some of the guys who got it done and where they were drafted. The ADP does not mean everything. Starting with the quarterbacks, Tom Brady, Matthew Stafford, and Jalen hurts. All of those guys taken in the seventh round or later, but finishing within the top nine at their position, the running backs, these guys were a steal, both James Conner and Leonard Fournette taken in the, eighth round, but finished as an RB five and RB six. We saw the same thing happening with these stud wide receivers, Jamar Chase and Hunter oh. Renfro and Debo Samuels. I mean, you literally cannot go wrong with any of these guys. I love amazing. that Hunter Renfro went undrafted and then finished as a wide receiver 10. I guy- still like him. For for Vegas, oh, obviously same. production goes down with Devonte Adams there, but Hunter Renfro, and then the tight end spot. This is the most confusing position, I think, for all of us to draft around. A lot of we had Dalton Schultz go undrafted, and then as you mentioned earlier, he well, finished as the tight end
4: three. The, everybody was into Blake Jarwin.
5: We were into Blake Jarwin. That was a big um, And then finishing that out with Zach Ertz, he was joining a new team in Arizona. We didn't know what that was going to look like, but he finished as the tight end number five. So all of this is to say that. There are late round steals that are going to help you win your fantasy league happens every single year. Who is going to be that guy for you this season in 2022?
4: For me, I really love Nico Collins because one of my, one of the things that I love to do in these drafts, when you get past your established stars and you're starting to just fill out your roster, rookie running backs, Mm -hmm. like there is going to be a rookie running back that finishes in the top 15 this season. There just is. And there is going to be a second year wide receiver, who is going to break out. Now it feels kind of funny to sit here and talk so much about the Houston Texans, because there really are a lot of valuable fantasy pieces here. You think about Damian Pierce. We haven't even mentioned Brandon cooks. Who's Mm -hmm. one of the most consistent players in the NFL. And then you've got Nico Collins who last year, as you see was tied for the team lead with six end zone targets. I honestly believe that with Houston probably playing in a deficit in a lot of these games, They're going to have to throw the football. And I think both Brandon Cooks and Nico Collins can be very valuable for you. Yep. But Collins is the guy who's going super late in drafts.
5: Ooh, I like it. Do you have one? I I have one. You're going to laugh, though. I'm not going to laugh. Because I've been talking about it all all preseason. And it could seem like a homer pick. As long as
4: it's not Isaiah Pacheco, then I'm cool. It's Isaiah
5: Pacheco. Is Stop. It? He's making jokes. He's making jokes. He knows who I love. It is Isaiah Pacheco. I got the incredible opportunity to go back home to Kansas that City was this amazing. summer. You
4: crushed it, by the Thank way. Thank you. That was really good.
5: Um, and I did the preseason games for KC. And it was like a little homecoming moment, but the best part of it was being able to go to training camp and see the team, you know, not in a game setting and really get to talk with the coaching staff and see who they're excited about. And it was undeniably everyone's excitement for this offense was around Isaiah Pacheco. I absolutely love the fact that this guy is a late round draft steal. You don't have to pay up or spend big to grab him on your fantasy squad. I'm not saying you need to go out there and start him week one, but Clyde Edwards-Alaire has not been oh super boy. consistent for us at the running back spot. Oh he struggled goodness. with injury, yes. and it's horrible. I think mean, he's incredibly talented. He is. But the thing that's so fun about Isaiah Pacheco is he's a pass-catching back. Love it. He's incredibly strong. He's the fastest player on their team. They, like, flat-out said, they're like, he is one of the he's fastest than, guys. He's
4: faster than Tyreek Hill? Oh, wait, you traded him. Do you want to know a fun
5: fact? Isaiah Pacheco is rocking number 10 this season. That's the best part. You don't give a rookie... Yeah, that number, if you don't presume that he's going to be incredible. can you
4: imagine? Like the audacity. The audacity. A, the audacity. But I kind of love it. May I, may I throw in just one little, one little nugget? About of, Pacheco? Am I allowed to say nugget? I know that we, we ran into a, a lawyer concern a couple of years ago. <laughs> we were trying to do a show called Fantasy Nuggets. But here's my thing.
5: Yeah. Tell me. Back me up here. He
4: was, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was compared favorably. Mm -hmm. to Brian Westbrook when he was coming into the draft. Yeah. If you look at Brian Westbrook's first two seasons in the NFL, horrible, (laughs) underwhelming, and then he crushed it in his third season. Okay. I only bring this up because Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is entering his third season. So you think – both of these things can be true. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire
5: can have an incredible season, and Pacheco can be that guy for Kansas City as well.
4: I feel like it's very difficult to be a running back for an Andy Reid offense, and I think that Isaiah Pacheco will make some some uh, YouTube plays. Yeah. That we're like we're making memes and gifs off. Uh huh. But I don't know if the consistency will be there.
5: You don't think the consistency is going to be there?
4: I like him. He's a good player. You just don't know if the kids. Consi-
5: the thing is, Kansas City obviously is a pass-heavy offense because you have Patrick Mahomes yeah. as a quarterback. No one is going to deny the fact, or I don't think Kansas City is going to get away from that. However, everything we saw in the preseason is Kansas City straight up messing with us because yeah. the whole conversation in the national media has been what is Kansas City going to look like without Tyreek Hill? right so the fact that in every single preseason game that Patrick Mahomes played in he spread the ball to yeah. six or seven different guys nice, before nice. he got into the end zone including running backs yeah. running backs have to get involved in the passing game more and we need to run the ball a lot more because that's where we run into problems right think about the horrible game that we had against the Bengals when yeah. we we're trying to go and win to go to the Super Bowl we don't run the football and that's where we get in trouble right we go up with this lead and then we blow the lead because we can't run the football and I think Isaiah Pacheco is a healthy answer to that question
4: all right I'm sold okay I'm doing two drafts tonight well one of them I'm in with you so I'm not gonna be able to get Isaiah Pacheco no somebody's gonna somebody's gonna just be rude and steal him I will not I will purposely not take if I you do, to say, I won't show up next I won't. week. Listen, I'm not going to do it. All right, fine. I promised you. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you.
5: All right, let's get to some more fan questions. This let's one coming from Sean from Philly. Philly Sean, Philly what do Sean. you have? I want to know everything, Philly Sean. My biggest question for you is where can I get the best cheesesteak in Los Angeles? That's not Ooh. what you're asking. You know, if
4: you go to Philly Grill in Huntington Beach, it was a favorite spot of Kobe Bryant. Really? Kobe Bryant. His wife, Vanessa, went to Marina High School in Huntington Beach and Philly Grills right down the
6: street from Marina.
5: I love that. All right, now I know. All right, Sean from Philly, though, has a question.
6: What's up, NFL Fantasy? It's your boy Sean Kelly here. We're drafted, ready to go, pumped for week one, but I got one dilemma. I have Juju Smith-Schuster, but I'm hesitant to play him week one. Do I wait and see how he performs with all the other talent on the KC roster, or do I put him in the flex spot right for week one? I've got Damian Pierce and Elijah Moore as other options. Let me know what I should do. Ooh, three good ones.
5: Flex spot, Juju, Damian Pierce, or Elijah Moore?
4: You know, I got Damian Pierce ranked higher. Okay. Again, I feel like we're very fearful Yep. that Rex Burkhead is going to catch a pair of touchdowns. Uh huh. <laughs> but I still, I want to have fun. I want to I be a part of the thing. Like, if you've pumped up Damian Pierce to the point of where we're at right now and you don't play him, then what are we even doing here? Correct. What is going on? Who would be your second guy, Juju or Elijah Moore? You know what? I don't want to I don't want to start Juju. Okay, you're going to wait. I really do want to wait. Just for the reasons you were talking about. Like, I really do think this is going to be a spread it around. Like, I feel like you can start Patrick Mahomes. He's going to go out there, throw for 300 Travis yards. Travis Kelsey as well. Of course, Kelsey. Yeah. Obviously. But like the rest of the guys, like, no, no, no. I'm not We're going to wait. In. I'm All not right. Wait that and that see.
5: Yet. The answer here is Damien Pierce. Thanks, That's Sean. That's my
4: answer, Sean. You could do whatever you want.
5: Thank you, Sean. All right. Let's rip through some more questions here. These ones we'll go through kind of quick, Rank. All right. Speed. Hollywood
4: Brown or Brandon Cooks
5: as my flex and a half point PPR league.
4: You know what? I'm going to go. I love Hollywood Brown. Like he was Kyler Murray's guy at Oklahoma. So yep. as much as I love Brandon Cooks and it's Brandon with an eye, Mitch. Sorry, sorry, Mitch.
5: But Hollywood Brown is the answer in week one against Kansas City. All right, this next one, DJ Moore or Rashad Bateman?
4: You know what? I like DJ Moore. Okay. Dude, what are we not talking like Baker? Are they playing the Browns? Yeah, Week One, Baker Mayfield. Why are we not talking more (laughs) about this? It's crazy. By the way, to the point of like, I'm streaming the Panthers defense in a lot of spots. We talked about this. Like the Saints are your number one option to stream a defense, the Panthers are another. Like if I don't get the Saints, I go for the Panthers.
5: I love it. I think they're gonna Baker Mayfield. Like America
4: wants the Panthers to do that.
5: All right, so DJ Moore is the answer. All right, this next one, tight end question: Ah. Austin Hooper or Cole Komet struggling at tight end? Says Olivia.
4: Olivia, you're not struggling at all. That's Cole Komet all day. All day long. All day, every day. And there's well, no Homer
5: bias in that. Well,
4: here's the thing. Like, the Bears apparently have the worst wide receiver core in the history of the NFL, which is weird because <laughs> I can see a Falcons roster. My thing, though, is like, okay, well, if the receivers are terrible, then you have to go with Cole Komet. Like, what is it? Are they are the receivers so good that Cole Komet's never going to see the ball? Plus, Justin Fields likes to throw to his tight ends. Mm. He does. Like, Jesper Horstead had, a like, an amazing grab. Um, Zach Komet. The kid from uh, Jesse James had another one. Like mm. he threw to his tight ends last year. All right, Cole so- Komet's also like he's a monster. Have you ever seen him up close? Like he is a big dude. I was shocked. I was in Chicago, where I was in Arlington. Yeah, no, wait, that's not where they. No, no, no. Their practice is in a Lake Forest. <laughs> lake Forest. I was in Lake Forest, and I was shocked
5: <laughs> at how big Cole Komet was. That's a big dude. Most NFL players, a lot larger in person. That's not
4: true. Have you not seen Andrew Hawkins running around here? <laughs> Am I wrong?
5: Tell we me. love I'm Hawk.
4: Sorry. Andrew Hawkins is 6'5", apparently. Never mind. <laughs> Willie McGinnis, big guy. Do you ever notice on, on Total Access, Willie McGinnis has always got to be on the step higher than me. Yeah. Like, you're already taller than me. Do we just really need to do that?
5: Uh, Future Hall of Famer, he can do what he wants. All right, moving on to some spicy, bold takes to close this one out. Is that what we're doing? Yeah, we're going to call this Don't At Me, Bro. We got to bring some spice, though. So uh, give me your boldest week one take.
4: Oh, this is for the season.
5: For the season. Okay, for the season.
4: Just to uh, irk you, I'm going to say Dalton Schultz ends up scoring more fantasy points than your guy, Travis Kelsey. For all the reasons that you said, they have to run the football. They have to spread the ball around. Dallas has got to be very concentrated in the guys that they're going to be throwing the football to. I'm hopeful that it's going to be CeeDee Lamb. I'm hopeful it's going to be Dalton Schultz because of this take because, surprisingly, I don't have a single share of Dalton Schultz anywhere. (laughs) Like, everybody's been listening to me on this, but I either get Kyle Pitts, which I love, or else somebody jumps up and takes Dalton Schultz really early. But I really do believe that this is going to be a huge opportunity for him to go out there – and just kind of light it up. I don't think that he's better than Travis Kelsey. Like, as a football player, I'd rather have Travis Kelsey. But when they start dispersing the fantasy points, I believe he's going to end up scoring more than Travis Kelsey. That's so rude. We, were, we, the we started off. The, playoffs, the Cowboys are not. So, like, you got that going for you.
5: Oh, uh, okay. That's true. I-, I like it, though. Bull take. Dalton Schultz outscores Travis Kelsey this season. Yeah. Uh in fantasy football. All right, mine's not season-long focus. Mine's just week one. Week one. Our trending player of the week was Michael Thomas. A lot of people having questions around Michael Thomas. So I'm gonna stick with the Saints. Okay. And switch it to a rookie Ooh. wide receiver. I think Chris Alave is going to finish in the top 10 of wideouts this week going up against the Atlanta Falcons. I love that. Is that too crazy to say? No, that's not crazy Chris at all. Alave is going to be incredible for the Saints offense. We saw it in some of these preseason games. And the fun thing here is the thing that you mentioned earlier. The Saints hate the Atlanta Falcons. Yeah. It is like one of the deepest rivals in the NFL. And I think that the Saints team kind of has an entire chip on their shoulder, right? They want no, Jameis Wil- sure. Winston to come out and be healthy. They have Dennis Allen, who's a defensive, you know, coach, Still. but you know, in place of uh, of Sean the Payton, the system is the same. Yeah, it, the system is the exact same. This is going to be a pass heavy offense, yep. and I think Chris Alave is going to be incredible. He was incredible in college. Loved him. This is a fun night. He had a touchdown on twenty percent of his career receptions at Ohio
4: State. That's crazy.
5: Players normally do what they did in college in the NFL. That's yeah. like kind of the point of why they get of drafted. Course. So I'm going to rock with Chris Alave. Top 10 fantasy
4: wideout this week. I don't hate that at all.
6: Not too
5: spicy. I really good. I mean, uh, no, that's good. Okay. It's thanks. like one of
4: those things. Like you go to Wendy's and you order the spicy chicken sandwich. And you're like, that's eh, okay. Not as, it's delicious. <laughs> but it's not as spicy as you thought it was going to be. Okay. Like well, I don't need to go get horchata or something like that. You know okay.
5: Well, next week I'll bring the spicy. There was more. a time.
4: There's this place in Huntington Beach that I ate a chili pepper. And the, it felt like my jaw was on fire and it got into my ear. I'm oh like, I'm eating like what? It's not even like a ghost pepper. It's just like what was regularly on the menu. Wow. that's very spicy.
5: Next week, I'll try to bring the heat all the way up to my ears. You guys, thank you for checking out NFL Q&A, fantasy Q&A. Very first week we do it. The whole point of the show, though, is to answer all of your questions. So make sure you tweet us your questions questions. at NFL Fantasy. Also send in videos of questions. And maybe you have the chance to be featured here on the show. You can catch us every single Tuesday and Friday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern on the NFL Fantasy app. Also streaming on the NFL channel or wherever you go and listen to your podcast. We'll see you guys next time.